the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. But if you want to practice another 12 years, you've got to do it. You've got to take that step and move from the paper and yellow pages and Christmas card era to digital, to getting clients to raise their hand and maintaining long-term relationships with people so that they can know, like, and trust you and then refer you in the future. Run your law firm the right way. The right way. This is the Maximum Liar Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm Jim Hacking. And I'm Tyson Mutrix. What's up, Jimmy? Emergency, emergency. Everyone to get from street. That is a <laughs> quote from one of my all-time favorite movies. The Russians are coming. The Russians are coming. In high school, I had to listen to that watch that movie every year in Russian class. I'm not sure exactly why, because there is no Russian spoken in it. But there is an emergency on our hands, and somebody needs our help, Tyson, and I think you and I are just the ones to help him out. I got a call yesterday from our good friend, Mary Pat McInnes. Mary Pat, you know, is the Director of Career Services at St. Louis University School of Law and the ultimate host of our upcoming Maximum Lawyer Conference event in May, and she had a attorney that she wanted us to talk to. So I spent about 20 minutes on the phone with him. I'm going to have lunch with him next week. But I just wanted to tell you about that and get your thoughts. And then I'll give you the whole intro into into what's going on with this particular law firm. Okay, let's do it. All right. So we're not going to name the attorney because we don't want to embarrass anyone. But, you know, you and I have always had this long ongoing debate or question to ourselves as to whether or not we should spend most of our time focusing on attorneys who understand the kinds of things that we talk about, that Mitch Jackson talks about, that John Fisher talks about, that Seth Price talks about, that basically all of the people who are in our Facebook group have come to understand to varying degrees. But I saw a spark of it yesterday in this attorney who contacted me. And what he said was, is that he's been practicing law for about 25 years or so, that he took over his dad's firm. So it it was a father and son practice. And that lately they have seen the personal injury and the workers' comp cases completely dry up. And he had been talking to Mary Pat. He was wanting my help to think about and brainstorm on ways that he could take his practice back to sort of get more cases 
and to sort of turn things around in, in what Mary Pat described as a rebooting of his firm. And so we spent some time on the phone. I took a look at his website. Like I said, we're going to have lunch next week. And I, I have forwarded the website onto you. We're not going to post it in the group or anything. But I do think that not only will it be value for this person, let's call him Frank. We'll call the attorney Frank just to make life easier. And Frank, let's say the name of the law firm is Smith & Smith. So Frank practiced with his dad. His, the law firm was established in 1963. Frank Sr. is now gone, and Frank Jr. is left running the firm. And he feels like the cases have dried up, and he's just not seeing the kind of business come in the door like he used to. So obviously, this is something that we see from time to time, that a lot of people come to us wanting more cases. And you know, I think you and I both sort of understand that there's probably a little bit more fundamentally that's going on. No, absolutely. So I'm I'm looking at Frank's website, right? And I can tell you from the very very beginning, we have, we, we just start with the basics, right? I mean, the guy's got a niche down. There, there's a reason why his car accident and personal injury cases have dried up. You see, personal injury, workers' compensation, car accidents, traffic, estate planning, wills, probate, deeds, and power of attorney, all on the all on his homepage. It, the people are confused. I mean, well, one is website's garbage. That's that's number one, but that that's not even his problem. His problem is the fact that he's just all over the place. And I'm not sure I want my estate. Well, I know for a fact I personally don't want my estate planning lawyer doing my car accident case. It just doesn't work that way anymore. This guy's not in a small town. You've got a lot of competition. Well, personal injury is a practice that's booming uh, with with new attorneys. You have new attorneys every day saying, oh, "I'm doing personal injury, doing personal injury." People are now taking and just putting personal injury on their website because they, they, if they can grab a car accident case here and there, they'll take it. I can get on a different stump speech about how those people are screwing up those cases, but I won't. But, I mean, from the very get-go, he's got a niche down. If that's what, if those are the cases he wants to take, he needs to take those cases and put it out there that he's taking those cases and get rid of estate planning, wills, deeds, power of attorney, traffic. Maybe he can still handle those cases if he wants to. But don't advertise for it. If you want car accident cases, guess what? Advertise for car accident cases. It's kind of ridiculous that you've got all this on, on, on this website. All right. So I agree with you. We're going to try to be kind in the way that we frame things. So I don't know if we want to use words like garbage and ridiculous, but I totally get where you're coming I, I from. Get I, it. Think... I, no, I, I get it, but I guess my frustration is, is if someone tells me they want a certain type of case, then tell me you want the case. Don't just... Don't tell me you want all these cases. I mean, this is a easy. This is one of those things where, if you think about the consumer's perspective, I don't know what you want. I don't know what to refer to you. I don't know what if, if I'm a referring attorney. Like, what kind of case do I refer to you? I don't know when I'm looking at your website. You're right, though. I'll I'll back it off a little bit. But I guess the the, the point needs to be pick a practice area. All right. So when I was talking to this attorney who is 58 years old and and I was looking at his website I re, was reminded of one of my favorite episodes of ours where we went out to California and looked at some bankruptcy websites and this website I think is a little bit even more archaic than those you're absolutely right about the multiple practice areas but he also I mean there's there's a couple things just on a real basic level when we were setting up the lunch. He gave me his email address, and I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming because can I guess it? Can I guess it? <laughs> is yeah. it sbcglobal.net? 
So close, so close. It's Smith and Smith at att.net, which is sort of the exact same thing. On his website, he his picture is sitting in front of the law books. It even has the scales of justice in the picture. And there's a big fat Mont Black pen at the top of the website. So yes. clearly someone has come and told him probably about ten years ago that he needs a website and he was smart enough to get a website. And the one thing he has going for him is he has the name of his city with injury attorney in the domain name. So the one thing that he has going for him is that he doesn't have uh, Smith and Smith in the domain name. I think Seth Price could do something with that domain name. Oh, it's a, it's a great domain name. I will, I, that's the first thing I noticed. It, it really is a great, a great domain name. And it's probably an old domain name, which means it would have, and at least my old understanding of Google algorithm is that that would give it some weight. So I think he's got some things to deal with. Now, you were talking about being frustrated. Now, wait till, wait till I tell you the, the rest of our conversation. This is going to make you cry. All right, you ready? So as I mentioned, the law firm's been around since the early 1960s. And I asked him, you know, what his database looks like, like what his client list looks like, and, you know, how is he communicating with them? And he said, well, the only marketing we do is we send out a Christmas card every year. And I don't think I have anybody's email addresses. I only have hard mail addresses. And I said, okay, well, we can we can try to figure out ways to start getting email addresses and, and that kind of thing. And he, I said, how many people do you have on your list? And he said, hold on. And he put down the phone. He went to talk to his secretary. And he said, about 125. Really? The law firm's been around for 45 years. Wow. That's on a list. That's, that's, that's crazy. You could sit down and, and right now, he could. He could sit down right now. And his list of friends and family, I'm assuming, would be 120 people. That's crazy. Yeah, or even if he just took all the cases that he's had over the last 10 years and and contacted those people. I mean, I think, you know, Dean Jackson would say that he's sitting, you know, he could have been sitting on a gold mine of potential referral partners or referral sources if he had been capturing all the people who contacted him over the last 45 years and stayed in contact with those people. Um, now they probably, certainly none of his dad's clients are going to remember him. Um, and so I think, if he came to us and asked us, how would you re-engage them? What ideas would you have to, to sort of get out from this problem that he has? Well, so I, I've got a, a simple idea right now, and it's it's you have to take what he's given us to kind of shape what we do. And I, I think what he could do, it's a list of 120, but listen, it's fine. You work, work with what you have. Start your newsletter. He doesn't have the email addresses, so he can't send out an electronic email uh, newsletter yet. But what he can do... He can start sending out a paper email or paper uh, newsletter, and it's really not going to be that expensive for him. It's going to be fairly cheap, especially with only 120. But I think while he's doing that, while he's sending out that list, go through his current files and absolutely update the list with the new address, with all those addresses. Maybe go through the old ones. You, he could even do it, go a step further if he has something like Lex, Lexus Advance, like we do. He they could pay someone or they could do it internally where they go through and they find the people's new addresses. So they could go, let's say, the last 10 years of clients and say, take them and say, okay, I need their current addresses uh, and, and then update those for the newsletter. 
there's also an advanced step. Uh, I hired a guy named Ahmed uh, four or five years ago, and he, he created this awesome scraper system for me that was fantastic. But he can hire someone if they can get all of the names into a spreadsheet and give some as much as many identifying items as they can. He can actually pay someone like Ahmed to scrape websites like whitepages.com to give them an updated list of addresses. And it's really not that complicated. So to expand that list with people that he does know over the last 10 years, I wouldn't go back like 40 or 50, like, like what you're talking about, because you're right, those people don't remember him. But I think if you were to go back 10 years and all the files over the last 10 years, get those updated addresses in whatever manner he chooses, I think that would be a great way of getting that newsletter just kind of going and, and rolling again. I think you're absolutely right that he's sort of stuck with the snail mail. I think that he's going to need, like you said, to redo his website and come up with some lead magnets. It was interesting when I was talking to him, at first he sort of, he understood that he needed to do more, but he kept talking about, oh, are you going to ask me to spend money on this? Are you going to ask me to spend money on that? And then by the end of the conversation, he was starting to talk about it being an investment. And I think he sort of realized that he's going to have to spend some money to make some money. I told him to listen to that episode that we did with our good friend Gary Berger because Gary, you know, Gary had a much bigger list and a, a more sophisticated operation when he was starting back out on his own. But I think that there's some lessons in there from Gary that that our friend Frank could use. I, I think that he's going to have to move into the digital age. I think that the, the reason why his cases are drying up is just like you said, if if someone from out of law school two years, you know, if they do their website right, no one's going to know or care that Frank and his father were practicing back in the 1960s. All they care about is getting answers to their questions and help with their dealing with insurance companies or getting their car fixed or what all that stuff. So he's going to need to do some FAQs real quick, maybe a, a lead magnet, a PDF download, something simple that he can start getting email addresses. And I know it sounds daunting, and I know if you're in your late 50s that that might sound tough, but if you want to practice another 12 years, you've got to do it. You've got to take that step and move from the paper and yellow pages and Christmas card era to digital, to getting clients to raise their hand and maintaining long-term relationships with people so that they can know, like, and trust you and then refer you in the future. Yeah, so I, I think we have to be careful, though, with Frank, because, and I'm hoping he's going to be listening to this this episode. I'm assuming well, I'm he's going to him. Okay. So we have to be careful, and I think uh, this is me talking directly to you, Frank. Don't try to take on too much right now. I think that that will be an issue. I think you need to start with your next best thing and do that and then move on to the next thing. So don't try and do this all at one time because then you won't do it. So. I think that's extremely, extremely important. So pick that one thing from this episode and do it and then move on to the next thing. It doesn't sound like Frank's base is going to come from the web from the website. So I would honestly, he's 58, I would put that on the back burner. I think what I would do if I were him, in addition to the newsletter, I would start focusing on my key referral partners and start taking them out to lunch. At this point, he's, he needs to be lunching with people every single day, coffees with people every single day with key referral partners. Say, this is what I'm doing now. He needs to send a letter out to those key referral partners and, and start start targeting those people. Because at, at age 58, I mean, you you can you can really sell yourself. I mean, you, you've been doing this for for a long, long time. 
so at 28, what, I mean, let's assume, let's assume that you, uh, say you start around 25 and you're, you're 58. So, I mean, that's 23 years of, 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 of legal experience. It's fantastic. Um, I will say, and hopefully Michael Leonard doesn't mind me saying this, because Frank has this experience, Jimmy, it, it's actually really, really good because Michael Liner has this thing called the Liner Legal Toolkit. It's more targeted, targeted more towards uh, social security disability. But I think I think it'd be really cool if Frank came up with some sort of toolkit that he put into his newsletter. Said, "Go online and get my you know Smith and Smith toolkit," and he can talk about all the different practice areas in there. Like, and I've always kind of wanted to do this with a team of attorneys. So. If you all want to contact me, we can put put this together, some sort of kit where you basically you, you focus on one big thing in your practice area that people need to know and just give them those, that information, that advice. I think he should do something very, very similar to that where you say, you know, when it comes to traffic tickets, you should do this. When it comes to wills and probate, you should do this. And he could offer that as a lead magnet. Now, I would be careful on how you do it. I would give it more as tips. I wouldn't necessarily advertise it as I am doing wills and probate. I think it just be more of a tip. So, you know, go online and get my Smith & Smith toolkit for everyday legal needs kind of thing. I think that that could be a good way that he could actually build his email list. I had an idea while you were mentioning all of Frank's long years of experience. Maybe, maybe what he could do is find a young attorney who maybe is a recent grad who's looking for office space and who might be willing to share helping Frank with SEO and and website stuff or or just plain marketing, like you said, with the newsletter in exchange for Frank helping that young attorney, you know, sort of learn the ropes. I think getting some new blood in there is going to be really important now. He's probably not going to want to pay the attorney and, and maybe it's going to be more of an office sharing or of counsel relationship, but I think there might be a way that they could work together um, to, to sort of benefit each other. Obviously, you know, with me, having Kent here in the office has really helped us step up our game just because so much of the kind of things that we talk about that Mitch Jackson talks about is just native to these young people that I think that that might be an opportunity for him, even if it's just an intern, maybe not a, a lawyer, but just getting some help would be huge, I think. I, I agree, and he could always he could always leverage interns, legal interns uh, as well, if he wants to build that content on his website. Have you looked him up on Facebook or anything, Jimmy? I haven't. Um, I was going to because I wanted to introduce him to the group. I don't know if he's on Facebook, but I'll tell you when I ran. And the name of he and his father, the last name is not Smith, and it's not anything as as common as Smith. But when I was looking for his website this morning to be able to forward you that information. I ran a search for his name, and I was finding attorneys with that name in all other cities across the country. So I think he's got a real problem as far as even being able to be found, even if someone's looking particularly for him. But I think that's something else he's going to have to work on. No, that's a big problem. Because I, I tried to find him on Facebook, and it's it just uh, I can't find him, and he may not be on here. And again, Frank, one thing at a time. But I think Facebook is still a gold mine. Even with everyone abandoning it after the, this big issue, they're at, the issues they're having now, I still think setting aside Cambridge Analytica, I still think it's the place to be because you can. It's a gold mine. You can still get a lot of different cases from it. So there is a, a member in Mastermind, John Fisher's Mastermind Experience. I'm trying to remember his name. I'm kind of scrolling through right now to see if I can find it. So I'm actually just kind of buying myself some time. But and he came to John Fisher's first master my experience in Chicago. And he he faced a very 
similar issue that uh, Frank is facing. And, and his clients were drying up, and it's he's got a lot of experience. And actually, honestly, it, it's actually Kurt Lloyd. I don't think Kurt's issue was mainly that they were drying up, but I think he wanted to find a way to really capitalize on his experience. And Kurt actually did that. So this is something that Frank may want to consider. Kurt went out there and wrote a book. <laughs> he wrote he wrote a book, and it's a really really good book for Illinois injury attorneys. And then he goes out and speaks and things like that. But something that I my advice to Kurt was at the time, because he does have all this experience, and because he's got, he's got a really good presence when it comes to being on video. I told him to shoot a bunch of videos. You know, just answer a bunch of questions on video. And that can be a very, very easy way for Frank to to get a lot of content instead of typing it up himself. Just get up there and shoot a bunch of videos, and you know, you and I can meet with him and show him how easy it is to do. Have someone else edit them, have someone else transcribe them, have someone else put them on the website for him, and he can build a ton of content by next week. I mean, he could have 30 pages by next week if he really, really wanted to hustle, which it sounds like he does. So videos could be his, his his best friend at this point because he is a little bit older. And so I get the impression, or sometimes I get the impression that people, when they're watching these videos, they, they seem to trust the videos with more experienced attorneys on there, the, the little bit older. I mean, for example, I mean, I look extremely young on these videos. And I, sometimes I talk to these clients and like, how old are you kind of thing. And I, I don't think that always works in my favor. So I think with someone like him that is 58, this could really work in his favor, especially with his experience. I think the Kurt Lloyd example is a great example. Kurt didn't just write a book. Kurt wrote Lloyd on jury instruction. So it's a book that every Illinois personal injury attorney is going to need and refer to. And it's it's quite impressive. It's it's not like one of my 90-minute books. It's It's got heft to it. It's got weight to it. And I think that's leveraging that role as the elder statesman, I think, is just a great a great thing to do. You know, we should really have Kurt on the show. Maybe he might have some tips for our friend. But I think that another thing that that this all makes me think about and reminds me of is, you know, Mitch Jackson always says that the members of our community and of his community, Legal Minds, his mastermind group and John's group, that that we really are on the cutting edge of a lot of things. And we forget sometimes sort of how far along some of us are. And of course, you know, one of the messages we're going to make clear at the conference is that we all started out. To, to one degree or another, roughly where Frank was. And, you know, he's been around a lot longer and he might have some more emotional baggage towards trying new things. But, you know, we all had websites that had four pages. We all had websites that had basic content. We all had websites that were very static and, and non-interactive. And so, like you said, just one thing at a time, one day at a time, one step at a time, one piece of content at a time. I think that's really what's going to carry the day for Frank. And, and he'll either do it or he won't, you know, and, and, I believe that the way that we talk about marketing, the way that we talk about interacting with the public, about getting them to raise their hand, that this works and that it might take time. It's definitely the long play. But like you said, there's a lot of things you can do in the immediate future to really ramp things up and, and to to stand out. You're absolutely right. I mean, for example, we started a new website last year and it's 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 a pain in the ass and you gotta do it. It's just it's just the work and I mean for example, my website right now still doesn't have a lead magnet on the homepage, and I know I need a lead magnet on the homepage. I don't have one. We started from scratch with the content, so we still need. We have a lot of pages we have to build, and we're just doing it one step at a time. Something I'm going to do, I'm going to mail to Frank the book 12-week year, because I think this will maybe help him kind of break this down 
um, step by step on how to really chunk this down and get get it done. Give himself one or two goals for the next 12 weeks, and then really just kind of knock it out. And I think my guess is he, if he's reaching out for help at this point, which is a really good start, it means he does want to get better. I think in probably 12 weeks, uh, maybe. Uh, who cares? Maybe six, maybe maybe uh, in a year from now, maybe the website's not done, or maybe it is. Maybe the website's in a much better situation. But I think he should focus on the referral partners. But my guess is if he does just one of the things that we said today. Said today, then I think that he'll be on the right track. I mean, that's the cool thing is that he had that spark, and he reached out to Mary Pat, and then he reached out to me. He called our office. He offered to pay for a consult with me. You know, so it was, it, he's he's got something cooking in that brain of his. And so I think that to the extent that we can help fan those flames and to get him moving, I think that we will be doing our job. And, you know, talking about this kind of stuff is, you know, what gives me a charge. I find it a lot of fun. It's why we started this podcast, because we were talking to other attorneys who were thinking about doing things, the, the kind of things that Willie's doing, the kind of things that John Fisher's doing. And so... I think that, you know, I'm looking forward to having lunch with him. I, I hope to encourage him. And, of course, I, I mentioned to him without a doubt that he needs to register for the Max Law Conference in May, and I think he's going to come to that. So it should be really exciting. I love it. All right, buddy, you want to wrap this thing up? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so before we get to our tip and hack of the week, you know, it's weird. I'm, I'm going to take a little sidebar here. We haven't done this in a while. People don't realize this. We, we we recorded so many about a month ago that we haven't recorded in about a month, maybe a month and a half. So you you and I talk regularly, but we haven't actually done the podcast in a while. So it's kind of weird getting back into the flow of things. It's kind of odd. But I'm going to get back on track. Please go to the Facebook page. Join the Facebook group there. I am amazed at how much, many questions, how many, how many times people are really going on there, interacting. The engagement is freaking awesome. So get in there get involved in it. When you join the group, we will ask you to introduce yourself. Please introduce yourself because that's how you start getting involved. And, you know, just throw an idea out there. There are a ton of questions, a ton of ideas out there. So don't try to take the, all those in at the same time either because it'll, it'll uh, overwhelm you. But also go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review there. We really do appreciate it. I haven't checked it in a while, Jimmy, but we were doing pretty well at the end of the last year. So pretty excited about our numbers. But, uh, Jimmy, what's your hack of the week? So as you know, I'm a member of Mitch Jackson's Legal Minds Mastermind Group. It's an online community where we get together and talk about the latest in attorney social media. And last week, Mitch had on a woman named Sue B. Zimmerman, and she rocked the house as far as teaching us how to use Instagram. So I highly suggest you download her report on how people can use Instagram. It's you know, there, there's so many users on there, and she just really breaks it down. And if you follow her on Instagram, you'll see just how to do it. If you just replicate what Sue is doing, that's my hack of the week. Do you know her, whatever her username is on Instagram? She has two. One is Sue B. Zimmerman, and the other one is, I think, the Instagram coach. I'll look it up right now while you're talking. And the other thing I wanted to mention, of course, Tyson, is that this episode is going to drop on either the 28th or the 29th, and Friday the 30th at 5 o'clock will be the, the deadline for registering, the early bird deadline for registering for the Maximum Lawyer Conference. It's coming up May 17th and 18th. We have about five Cardinal tickets left, which is that add-on. 
we're just about full for that, and we're more than halfway full for the conference itself. So we anticipate getting some more signups this week, and we also anticipate probably selling out by the time the conference rolls around in May. We've been really excited to see the, the turnout and the interest, and I know that everyone's working on their presentations. I, you and I met and talked about it down in Columbia when we had our famous camera drop episode. <laughs> and um, I'm looking forward to the to seeing everybody in the real world. I'll get to my tip in a second, but I think it's, I just got to say something about this. When you and I first talked, even mentioned having the conference, we went through the numbers, and we've already hit the number that we thought we like would be like a pipe dream for us. It's kind of it's kind of crazy, the fact that we may actually sell this thing out. So it's really exciting. So really appreciate everyone joining and uh, in getting involved with it. But my tip of the week is actually something that Willie Media and I were sort of going back and forth on on the Facebook group about. And it's about getting a driver. I'm actually in the car right now. Sean's driving me. We're uh, driving to our other office. And it, it he, William said that what he does is he, whenever he goes anywhere that's over about two hours, like for a deposition or a court or whatever, he uses Uber, I think, is what he said. And so my, my tip is whenever you have a long-distance long drive, I'd say over an hour, get a driver. The expense is small compared to what the value is that you get out of it. So I highly recommend doing it. And, and it, you can use it with all the resources these days. You can use Uber, you can use Lyft, you can hire someone on Craigslist, whatever it may be. But I highly recommend it. Sean, say hi. I don't know if you hear him, but he said hello. So that is my tip of the week. Jimmy, got anything? Yeah, so I'll pick up on that tip. I have become good friends with two of my Uber drivers. One of my Uber drivers eventually became our family nanny. She's pretty awesome, a retired school teacher who now watches our kids after school. And our other one, Mr. Barry. He's been, he takes me to the airport and he takes me whenever I have to go visit immigration detainees down at the various immigration detention centers. And he took me to Kansas City a couple weeks ago and I sat in the back of the car. You know, it's a three and a half hour drive. I got so much work done on the way there and back. It was well, well worth the money that I spent on, on having him drive me. Oh yeah, and if, you, if you've got a number of value on your time, like I think, I know, I'm pretty sure you do, Jimmy, and I know I do. You'll far exceed what you, what you pay. So that's my tip of the week. Thanks for listening this week. Jimmy, let's wrap it up. Have a great week, everyone. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, more content. go to MaximumLawyer.com. MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.